Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Thinking Like a Bank, where we show you how to think like a bank using the same strategies and principles that banks use to help you find more financial freedom in your life. I'm your host, Sarah Ibrahim. So for today's episode, I have with us a very special guest. Her name is Vicky J. She is a certified life coach, personal organizer, and podcast host that inspires her clients and listeners to live their best lives while embracing all that life brings. Her conversational approach cultivates a safe zone with no judgment which makes the most difficult conversations seem welcoming. She attained a BS, a Bachelor of Science in Exercise Science from Virginia Commonwealth University and a doctorate in physical therapy from Howard University. Her podcast called Talking with Vicky J is available on all major podcast platforms, including Google Podcasts, Spotify, Public Radio, and Anchor FM. Vicky, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm glad you're with us today. I, I, the reason why I wanted you on the show was to talk about your, um, wh- how you're helping people through coaching. Now, this is something that I kind of, I, I, I'm very, I believe in life coaching, business coaching, having a mentor, having somebody to talk to about your challenges. Um, because as an entrepreneur, and a lot of the audience here are entrepreneurs, it, it can be very challenging to stay in business, to stay consistent. Um, but you know, when you have a life coach there and a mentor there and a business coach, it helps make it a lot easier. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're with us. And I want to kind of dive into the whole um, concept and theory of, of coaching and the benefits of doing so and how you handle clients. Before we jump into that, do you mind sharing with us your background and how you got into coaching? So like you said, I am actually a physical therapist by profession. So my little saying is, you know, I'm a physical therapist by profession, but a life coach and organizer by passion. And so basically I was practicing for five years and at year five, I was like, okay, I like helping people, but I want to help it in a bigger magnitude. And the physical therapy is just not it. So I went on like this soul searching Mm -hmm. and life coaching. I had actually never heard of it (laughs) until last year. Um, but when I read like, you know, what it was about, I was like, this sounds it. Cause I love encouraging people. I love helping people, you know, get to accomplish goals, which is essentially what I do in physical therapy, but in life coaching, it's just a different aspect of it. It's not as physical, if you will. Yeah. I've always loved organizing ever since a little girl, my room has always been organized. <laughs> like <laughs> I go crazy if it's not neat. Um, so I just kind of combined the two because they both were my passion. And so that's how I came up with life happens, personal coaching and organizing. Nice. I love it. So you help people more so with planning, organizing. And I think what's really important, I think that sometimes when people have a lot of struggles in life, it's probably because their foundation is not organized or they, there's not enough clarity in yeah. their lives. What are some things that you help people with, with um, being more organized or, or, or better planning? Okay. So I, cause I've had several different clientele. Um, so my other little saying that I say is I help people organize their time and their space. So I've had clients that have been doing things like trying to look for a new job, but needing help with just organizing their time, that accountability factor. That's mm-hmm. really what a coach is. We're that accountability person. We're not here to tell you exactly what to do and how to do it. We're here as you're on this journey to help you kind of find your own answers, if you will, and then hold you accountable and encourage you. Um, so, you know, I've helped people with, with, with job searching. I've helped um, entrepreneurs kind of, 
you know, if they're the, they have a big picture, like this is where I want to be, but there's so many different steps. How do I get there? I've helped them kind of strategize how to get to those, those places. I've even helped people with, you know, weight loss journey and just trying to get back to, you know, new moms and they're trying to get back to exercising. So again, time management. Yeah, absolutely. Accountability is for sure. That's, you know, that's something I highlighted that you said is accountability. Um, you need somebody there, for example, that's going to, you know, hold you accountable because something crazy happens where it's like you work in a company, for example, and every assignment you have due, you do it on time, sometimes even earlier because you have a boss that's going to hold you accountable. Right. And then the second you become self-employed for a lot of people that I've seen this too on, on, the, on the financial planning side, um, they become self-employed and it's like, they can't, they have trouble getting things done because there's no account. There's no boss anymore. They are their own bosses. Mm -hmm. So having a life coach for sure, being there, um, holding you accountable is key. And you have, you have to hold yourself accountable, but it's easier to do when you have somebody else there, um, helping you. Now, what are some, for example, let's say I came to you and I was like, Hey, Vicky, I need some help. I need help being more organized. I need help with planning. What are some things you would ask me or, you know, or help me with that would help me be more organized and, and better at planning? So, well, the first thing I would want to know is let's get a little bit more specific. So you said like, okay, I need help with organizing and mm -hmm. planning, but exactly what? So I kind of operate off of this. I call it the three I method yeah. or the triple I method because you always have to identify what exactly is the problem or what what is the goal but you got to be specific with it so you yeah. could just say I need help organize but organizing what is it your time is it your paperwork you know if you're an entrepreneur you know when you're getting started there's a lot of paperwork that's involved you need help with with that with meeting those deadlines and then the next thing is let's identify you know what are some hurdles why are you feeling like you're not organized Okay. Is it again, time management? Is it just that you've never had to be organized because you've always been on somebody else's you yeah. know, schedule or plan, especially being an entrepreneur. It's kind of like everything is you, it's, it's your own time timeline. Um, and then the last thing is just coming up with a strategy for that. Once we've identified those two things, now let's come up with a strategy of how I'm going to help you organize. But the, the main thing is that I operate off of smart, smart goals for everything. So, and a lot of people have heard this, especially in the business world, you know, it needs to be specific specific it needs to be measurable obtainable realistic and then you know time time sensitive mm -hmm. and so that's how I would typically or that's how I do go about it you know with my clients help but the main thing is I think people when they want to set goals they're not specific enough you can't be that you can't be that broad you have to hone it in to make sure that it's realistic and then be able to go back and reassess okay this was the goal um, this was my timeline. I didn't make it. Now, why did I not make it? What do I need to readjust so that you can be successful? Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. And I, and I, and I agree with you. So like, for example, like somebody like when I, when I started, when I said, oh, I need help, you know, being more organized, you know, mm -hmm. make it more specific. Now, what that does is it does, I think two things. One is that it helps you better help me. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing it does is it helps me understand more of the actual problem. And I see this too, like, for example, on the financial planning side, where somebody would say like, oh, I just have a lot of debt. And then I'm like, well, how much? And they're like, I don't know, it's just a lot. And then I'm like, for example, like five credit cards. Well, how much is each one? Well, I don't know. Well, let's, let's, let's break it down, decompose it, and even name each debt, like, you know, credit card number one, what's the name of it and identify each of them. Mm -hmm. And then when they do that, it, it does two things. It, it creates more clarity. It makes it more um, attainable. 
And then it also, um, it, it, it helps us actually identify a, a plan to address that, you know, that financial concern. So I love how you said you have to be specific, break it down, and then make it attainable. So somebody could say, for example, I want to be a millionaire. Well, you know, let's, what does that mean exactly? Like, I, all right, I want to have a million dollars in my bank account in the next 10 years. Okay, well, that would mean, you know, pretty simple. You would need 100,000 at least every year to accumulate it. And then I think when you start doing this, the, the listener, the, the client, the person you're talking to starts to become more confident. Mm-hmm. And this is where life coaching comes in is that you instill confidence into the person. They become more confident. You mentioned it's not about telling them like what to do, but asking them how to get there. Um, now, what are some ways that you help clients, for example, other than what we just mentioned, what are some ways that you help clients become more confident in themselves for them to take on more challenges in life? So one of the things that I often have my clients do is identify, you know, what are some, what we call wins since Mm -hmm. the last time that um, we've had our session. So wins can be big or small. And sometimes I think we don't give ourselves enough credit, you know, Um, maybe you didn't meet that total big goal that you had, but you, you met one step towards getting to that goal. So that's the number one thing you have identifying what you did right. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It it helps with building, you know, their confidence. Like, oh yeah, I did do that. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. You know, like one time I, I hired a coach to help me with my business. And one of the first things she asked was what has already worked for you in your life? What let's lay out all the things that have worked for you, the positive things. And then now what this did was it allowed me to start thinking just because my business isn't working right now, doesn't mean it's never going to work. Right. So I started to, and then she would ask me, for example, like, why did that work for you? Why was it positive? What happened then? Mm-hmm. And now naturally I started to connect those together and said, all right, you know, if I do this, my business, like I did in the past, um, I'll probably see positive results. And, I, and it's my, you know, we, we test it out. So that's mm-hmm. smart. Now she was pretty much telling me what to do without telling me what to do. Exactly. Like I was in, in control of it. So yeah, I love it. I, I, I definitely, I love it. Um, let's talk about your podcast. You know, what, what was the intent behind the podcast? And just for the listeners to know, I was actually on your show. So yeah, thank you for having me on there. Um, what tell us about your show, what it is and what is the intent of having the show? So when I started the show about what, two or three years ago, it really was something that was just fun for me to do. I just wanted to go on there and have different topics and discuss different topics in an environment that was like just judge free. You know, Mm -hmm. so we talked about everything from, you know, you coming on doing finance, relationships, Mm -hmm. um, religion, all kinds of different uh, things. And so that's really just my platform, just having these. And sometimes it's these hard conversations. So we've talked about, you know, race and racial injustices and, you know, voting, whatever is kind of going on um, in that season. We we talk about it. (laughs) So that's why it's called Talking with Vicky J. Great. Have, have you been using it as a way to attract, and this is a business part of me coming out, but have you, have you used it as a way to attract uh, new clients for your coaching business? So that I have not, because when I started the podcast, I did not have a business. So now that I'm a year into my business and see, I've gotten me a business coach too. So even though I'm a coach, yeah. coach don't need to coach. Um, that was encouraged for me to do. So I will start shifting that to kind of encourage, um, you know, people coming into my world because a lot of my listeners don't even know I have my own business. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, and, and back to that coach, I mentioned the one I, I hired a couple of years ago, when she told me she also had a coach that also like brought more confidence to me was like, all right, you know, everybody, everybody needs a coach or a mentor, somebody to talk to. I think in my opinion, it's almost impossible to do completely on your own with just containing all those challenges. You need somebody to talk to. So yeah, even coaches have coaches for sure. Um, and then, yeah, obviously. And then I think, you know, um, as far as using your podcast to attract more people, I think that's a, a really good idea because coaching is a very, um, it's a relationship business, right? It's not something you're not buying shoes or you're not buying, you know, some sort of hard commodity that's going to be the same everywhere. It's right. customized and it has, to, it's almost like you're, you're, you're bringing on a new friend into your life or somebody right. else. You need to be comfortable with them. So I think a podcast would be good, a good way to share that experience with other people before they actually hire you or it's like, Hey, you know, and then, like you said, you have friends and family that don't even know what you do. So if you just, instead of saying, Hey, I do this business, you could just say, Hey, I have a podcast, check it out. And in the podcast, the podcast would say, um, you know, what you talk about and things like that. Th that's actually why I started this show thinking like a bang is so that way I could kind of take everything I'm doing, the financial planning stuff, the coaching stuff. I have accountants on here, lawyers and bring it all together, wrap it all up together and then just share it with everybody, you know? friends, family, colleagues, whoever I come across, I could just share it with them and then they can experience what it would be like working with us. Now, you know, some people might say that it's kind of like overwhelming choosing a coach. What's, what are some things that one should consider before hiring a coach and, and working with them? That is really a good question. So I'm probably going to give you maybe two or three things. I mean, mm -hmm. so the first thing is that a lot of coaches, and I, and I do believe this, say that, you know, the coach don't find the, the clientele, the clientele finds the coach. Uh -huh. Okay. So you really have to do your research when you're out there looking for a coach and you need to know what kind of coach uh -huh. you need. There's different, there's like 99 to hundred different <laughs> niches, which within coaching, Yes. like mm -hmm. mine is more so like life skills with the time management, work-life balance, organizing. Um, but there's other, there's other niches. People do things with family, with like grieving. So you need to know what kind of yeah. coach you're looking for and then do your due diligence. Um, the other thing is just like with, with, with coaching, you might have to have more or you might find one might not be a good fit and that's okay too, is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. It might take more than one try to get yes. the right fit. So that's very important. So those would be the two, the two things you need to know what kind of coach you're looking for. Mm -hmm. um, do your due diligence with the research, try it out. Don't be afraid, you know, to try it out. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's, you're so right. There's so many different kinds of coaches. There are coaches that are more on the business side where they're heavily involved in your business. They might even have a, a similar background where it's like, for example, if I have a business coach for financial planning, maybe he or she ran a financial planning business and that's how they know how to do business right. coaching towards financial planners. Right. And then you could be on the complete other side where it's more so like, I don't want to say counseling, that's very different, but it's kind of in that same area where it's like, you're talking to people, maybe post uh, uh, traumatic issues or grievancing, gr grieving, something like that. That's going to be completely different than the business coaching side. And then you might even go in, in between it where it's like somebody's just working on you and helping you reach your goals. So, right. and another thing too, that's cool is that it doesn't need, like, for example, let's just say you are, you are on the business side and you are looking to grow. It doesn't have to be with somebody who has a prior prior experience in your background, meaning that like I'm my, my background in financial planning, I could hire somebody who was a coach to lawyers or, you know, um, accountants in the past. Maybe, maybe right. I could use some of those skills too. So 
like you said, you're going to try it out, maybe even hire different people. Some people have numerous coaches at the same time for different different areas. For different areas. Exactly. Exactly. But the last piece of that is that once you've done those two things, make sure that you are willing to do the work. Because like I said before, we're not here to tell you what to do. We're here to be on the journey with you and kind of help you find your way. It's how it's how I like to say it. So again, we're not here to tell you what to do. So you have to be motivated and willing to. And that's one of the questions I always ask my clients, like what brought you to wanting to work with the coach, you know, and how ready are you to see the change that you're saying you want to see? Exactly. Yeah. You can't just, for example, hire a coach and then think that all your problems are going to be solved. You have to be, before you even do that, you have to be willing. And I think that, like you said, reaching out to a coach talking, that's already a huge step forward. A lot of people won't even take that step. Mm -hmm. So that's a really a huge sign of success right there. Just reaching out to a coach. And then two, it's like, you have to do the work. This is like, for example, comparing it to like going to the dentist, you know, you go to the dentist, obviously when you need to take care of your teeth, but at the same time, the dentist isn't going to brush your teeth every day. You have to do that for yourself. Yeah. You know, so Mm -hmm. like, you know, um, what are some activities you give your clients to do? Like, for example, let's just say you had one client that you were going to meet with on a weekly basis. What are some things that you would give that client to do in the meantime between the meetings? So again, that's going to be very client specific, Mm -hmm. depending on what it is um, that they're trying to accomplish. So I'll just give you some previous examples from Mm -hmm. other clients. So I've had clients who are really trying to work on time management, being, you know, a mom, a wife, uh, but a stay at home mom. Um, So they were trying to get back into the exercising. So we actually within the the meeting that we have our session would come up with those things. But the thing about it is, is I'm not telling them, okay, I want you to do this, this, and this. We are going back to those three things. I talk about the three eyes. Yeah. And then when you, from that, you pull your strategy. So if you're saying, okay, I'm going to start working out and I want to work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then the question is what, you know, how long are you going to want to do that? And is that feasible for you to do 15 minutes or is it feasible for you to do the 30 minutes like you want to do? Okay. And then that's what I would call their, you know, I don't call it homework. I call it heart work mm-hmm. in my session. So then that would be their heart work. So that's what they would, they would do in between the next time that we would meet. And then for me personally, I like to check up on my clients in between, just to give them encouragement. Hey, how did it go? So that we kind of know, okay, so for this next session, it didn't go so well or it went really well. Now we can progress. So hard work is to answer your question simply, but to go into specifics, it would have to be a specific goal. I love it. Yeah, your clients are very lucky to have you, to have them checking, yeah. you checking in on them in the, in the meantime. Um, and then, yeah, it makes a big difference when, for example, let's say that I told you like next week, I have this big client I'm going to talk to, mm-hmm. you know, next week, Tuesday, for example. And then, you know, Tuesday evening or Tuesday afternoon or even Wednesday morning, you text me, hey, how did it go with that client? Mm-hmm. Then now I'm going to get the sense that like, all right, you know what, the next client I have, I'm going to tell Vicky all about it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and it's, it's all about that, like um, encouragement to do the next thing and to talk about that next thing, that big win that you have. And it creates momentum because then you're like, all right, you know, I won there. And then I also won there. Where else can I win to now? I have the capability now to keep winning in different areas of life. Right. That's true. You know, the biggest thing I found as far as doing coaching, being a coach is perspective. It's really all about perspective. And once you identify, this is the perspective I have, but I need to switch it. That's when you start to see the change. Mm -hmm. So that's the biggest thing. The biggest word that pops into my head about coaching is perspective. What is your perspective? Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. Yep. Yep. Definitely. We, we see this too with like a big kind of solve and on the financial planning side where it's like, you know, clients might be too concerned about the method. Like, you know, how does this work? But really it's about your perspective. Like where, where are you now financially? Where do you want to go? And then from there, we figure out if being kind yourself could help you reach those goals, you know, based off of your perspective. So I love it. I think, I think there's a lot of overlap between, you know, the financial planning side and the coaching side. I think they they connect hand in hand. I don't even like to say really I'm a financial planner. I like to say I'm more of a financial coach. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? You can say that because honestly, like I went through a course and so I have a certification Mm -hmm. for it, but honestly, I don't know if I should say this, but anybody could actually put (laughs) up like, I'm a coach, honestly, (laughs) and just start coaching. So yeah, you're a coach. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing, Vicky, is that, um, the podcast and all the other content that you create differentiates you from other people who just have, you know, a certificate, you know, this is where we know. And yeah, you're right. Anybody could be anything they want, but being that unique voice and that value to the value, the the ability to provide value to other people. I think that's what people will come to. People won't come to you just because of the certification you have. They'll come to you because of you, Vicky, you know, because of, you know, your podcast, because of your voice, because of the way you think your reasoning and the way you connect with people. So yeah, I love it. How can, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, how can listeners connect with you and learn more about you? So like you mentioned, I do have the podcast talking with Vicky J. Now mm-hmm. Vicky is spelled V-I-K-K-I-E mm-hmm. and then just the letter J. Mm-hmm. I am on Facebook and Instagram and that's talking without the G with <laughs> Vicky J. <laughs> okay. And then I do have a website and that's life happens with vickyj.com. So those are the three ways you can connect with me. Just send me a message. Perfect. And I did. Yeah. I checked out your website. It's really nice. Very professionally done. Thank you. Uh, super clear. Yeah. I'll, I'll be sure to add in all the links to everything you mentioned in the show notes below. Um, if you guys can, please subscribe, share the episode. And I appreciate Vicky. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Take care. To learn more about what we do and how we can help you grow more wealth, please visit www.finassetprotection.com. That's F-I-N, assetprotection.com. The topics presented in this podcast are for general information only and not for the purposes of providing legal, accounting, or investment advice. On such matters, please consult a professional who knows your specific situation.